All right. <laughs> uh, should we do our, um, yeah, we have our intro, intro again? Yeah. Hey, oh. Hey, everybody. I'm Michael. And I'm Natalie. And my, and my ex, ex and, and I have, have a podcast, podcast together. together. Welcome to episode four. Wow. We've done this four times. We've done it four times. An hour and a half each. Yeah. That's a lot of math. Yeah. It's a lot of math. Uh, the audio quality hopefully won't sound any different, but I made some boo-boos today. <laughs> I made some boo-boos today, and so we're. this is a very... We always talk about being DIY, but this is a particularly DIY setup. I don't know. Our first on. setup did have twine involved. That was pretty DIY. That's true. Me. That's true. But we yeah. were at least recording into the same goddamn, <laughs> goddamn <laughs> audio source. So okay. Well, now we're not doing that. Well, it doesn't make my job any different at all. I just kind of sit here and talk good, huh? You yeah. Have to, yeah, that's true. You have to do all the that's the true. whiz bangs and the you, beep boops. My my light isn't on. Your light's not on, no. But it's it's definitely taking the audio. It's doing it. What the hell's going on? Is there a test we can do to make sure it's doing it? Or yeah, it, I, I think this is it. You think? I mean, it's... I can I can see it. All right. Maybe the light only comes on if you USB it. Oh. And I've just never noticed that. Yeah, because when I'm looking at you, I don't. You don't usually. I have don't this remember light the light in your field of vision. When you're looking at me right now, do you do you picture a light? I don't, but you know me. You black out. I black out when we do these. Podcasts. Natalie always blacks out. I says. really, I really, truly. She do. doesn't remember anything we talk about. <laughs> and I have to listen to the episode, and it's like, oh. Yeah, that was pretty good. This is a fun podcast that I've never heard before. <laughs> I enjoy the episodes as a fan, yeah, just because I good. don't know what happened. Well, that's yeah. good. I'm, yeah, you can come at it with a clear headspace, yeah. like a totally that, uninhibited, free... And if we ever just drop a real stinker, I'm going to know. Then you're going to know immediately. Yeah. And I'm going to text you and be like, get that off the feed. Can I ask you something about uh, uh, last week's episode? Yeah. Did you... I'm nervous. Were you producer in your mind when you decided to wait to bring up the drunk text that you sent me or did you genuinely just bring it up in the moment because you had forgotten about it no well i so that was something that i thought maybe i would bring up yeah like just as i'm like you know going about my day thinking about thinking about stuff to say stuff to say on the podcast um i i thought about that but i like i was like going back and forth with myself a little bit and like oh i don't know like I was, you know, I was a little embarrassed. And so yeah. like in that moment I saw it and I was like, okay. It was so, it was such a good producer instinct. To really? Be like, I'm going to wait to bring this up. Oh. Because sometimes we talk about what we're going to say on the podcast beforehand. We'll like run things by each other and mm -hmm. stuff. But yeah. that, that was a very like, you can hear me remembering that on the podcast, which I like a lot. Interesting. It made it one of my favorite moments because it was a genuine, do you remember this? And I had to say, I do. Holy shit. Which yeah. is, which is good. I like right that. On. No, that was very much like I had not decided when we started recording if I was going to bring it up or not. And then I, I saw the opening and I was like, okay. Well, you got your natural producer instincts, I think. <sighs> Get me on the set of The Bachelor. I'm telling you what. I think that's a little bit different of a muscle, but we could. <laughs> we, we could. <laughs> I could intern yeah. for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've been really loving this season. Uh, Obviously, it was a little different. They shot it during COVID. This is a Bachelor fan cast oh. now. Um, yeah, they shot it during COVID. Um, and so, like, they, they they made this huge deal about... Um, you said huge like Donald Trump. They made this huge, huge deal. deal. I can't do a Trump impression except for that one word, I guess. Um, <laughs> the deal was huge. <laughs> do it either. The season of The Bachelor, huge. Huge. The biggest. The, the biggest. <laughs> the most dramatic season ever. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, they they made this huge deal at the beginning about like, oh, the show was canceled, filming was canceled because of the pandemic, and okay, we're gonna go through with filming, but we all have to quarantine, and it's super hard. Yeah. But then this is also the first season ever where spoilers. The Bachelorette quits like a third of the way through and then they replace her with another one. No way. Yeah, dude. Wait, so it's The Bachelorette, not The Bachelorette. Yeah, it is The Bachelorette. Yeah, I should have clarified. Okay. I kind of, you can kind of refer to them all. It's The yeah, Bachelor that's universe. That's true. But as yeah. a outsider. Yeah, as a, yeah. I need as much information as possible. Okay, so yes, it is The Bachelorette right now. And we started with Claire Crowley, who was the oldest Bachelorette in Bachelor history. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, How old? I don't like remember. Like <laughs> No, it was, it, she's in her 40s. Ooh. Thir- maybe I don't remember it would have been cooler if I did but anyway um she yeah right away just connected with a dude Dale Dale uh worst who- name <laughs> yeah it fits uh but they so they got together and then surprise surprise we have another bachelorette waiting in the wings Holy so you shit. know it was like a producer move yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. because yeah. Tasha would have the new bachelorette would have had to have been quarantining and all this stuff but it's right. just funny I mean, I think everybody in Bachelor Nation understands that the producers have a hand in what's going on, but it was just funny at this point that they didn't even try to, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... Yeah. Yeah. Make any, like, okay, we're in a pandemic. Like, she's been... I don't know. That was a show I watched and very much enjoyed when we were together because you were watching it, but I haven't kept up with it since. Do you happen to remember what season it was when... No. When I was making you watch? It was a Bachelor, though. I think it might have been my favorite season of The Bachelor ever. Really? Which is Sean and Catherine. That sounds right. It was Sean Lowe. He was, like, tall and blonde. And he kind of looked like a... Kind of looked like a Labrador. Yes. And then I watched one with a quarterback man. Oh, Colton? Colton. Yeah. Aaron... Colton Rogers? I think Mm. it was Aaron Rogers' brother. Oh, wait. Really? Was he... Mm, I think so. I could be making that up. I think I don't know. Again, I'm Wait, not. no, Jordan Rogers. He was on it in JoJo season. Okay. I think that's who that is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I never. Sense. I always knew him as the Bachelor Man, not sure. a football man's yes. brother. Yes. And he. I think he was a football man himself, but oh. his brother's just much more famous. Interesting. I, was I know say, his name, which is saying something. I was going to say Colton is a fairly recent season, so if you would have watched that one, I would have been no. pretty impressed. I get my reality show itch scratched by Ninety Day Fiance. Oh yeah, and you talk about that a lot, and I don't know what you're talking about. It's fucking phenomenal and you should be watching it everyone should be watching i'm a really big fan of obviously like reality television you know you got your bachelor and then there's the whole netflix you know family of reality products in terms of love is blind and dating around so that seems like something i should be into it's just never been on my radar you should well i mean and there's a million offshoots or spinoffs of of the initial show and so you do have to kind of find one that vibes with you and then and then take it from there, you know? And kind of, like, my preference is what I like to see. For example, I love, like, a... Give me, like, a... Is there, like, an an Italian one or, like, a Spanish one? I love, like, a... Mm. I love, like, a dark-haired romance language yes. speaking. There's definitely... There definitely is that. But the, the spinoffs are not based on country or oh. anything. It's just, like, you have the traditional 90 Day Fiance, which is where a uh, someone immigrates here. Mm-hmm. And then they have to, they get married in 90 days so they can stay in the United States. There's 90 Day Fiance the other way, which is where the person in the United States emigrates to another country and then they get married and stay in the, this person's country. Okay. There's 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days, which can be both, uh, but it's before they ever actually meet, I guess. 
Uh, and then there is 90 Day Fiance Happily Ever After question mark, Ooh. which is which is like follow ups on our old favorites to yeah. see how they're doing. And oftentimes it's not well. Uh, uh, it's fucking phenomenal. It's the best show. Uh, it's the best show. Well, Period. I feel like, you know. Sopranos. 90 Day Fiance. I feel like. The Wire. <laughs> <laughs> None of these shows are resonating with me. Oh, I've never seen it, any of them no. except 90 Day Fiance. I just know that they're critically acclaimed Yeah, people shows. say that The Wire is a good show. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't either. It's about drug dealers, though, and police officers. And I like one of those groups. I was... <laughs> gonna, I was going to connect this to the theme of our podcast in that uh, I think a big thing when we were together was us liking shows together. Yes, for sure. We loved House. We loved House. We loved Law & Order SVU. Yeah, that was probably the first one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we went through a Doctor Who thing. Yeah. Where you showed me your favorite Doctor Who seasons and Doctors. Yeah. Which I very much appreciated. And that's not an opinion I would say that I have anymore. Oh, really? Not no, not that it's changed, but it's just that I don't care enough to have favorites yeah, anymore. Yeah, nor do I. Nor do I. Yeah. I've rewatched the one with Vincent Van Gogh a couple oh, times. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's pretty much it. That's really sweet. That's pretty much it. Was, uh, Catfish. We were also, oh, we went through yeah, a Catfish phase. Catfish. Scrubs? Scrubs we yeah, watched we together. Scrubs. Uh, Community we watched together. Yeah, that was, man. That we was like, a very fun, like, that. that is... I probably like the most like comforting and and like good memories that I have. It I surrounds agree. like laying on our couches and yeah, for yeah. sure, I, dude. I, I I again, I've never rewatched the Doctor Who that we watched, mm-hmm. but something about that era of our my life and our relationship was very comforting to me. Like at the end of the day, hearing the goddamn Doctor Who theme song. <laughs> And like ordering from like greasy food from Oasis or whatever yeah. was, was a very like pleasant, pleasant yeah. feeling. That was a very comforting feeling. You know, I think, I think back on that time in my life and like, it was so stressful. I mean, there was so much going on that I had never gone through and will likely never go through again. But like, there were those like very beautiful moments of like yeah. breaks from it all where it was like, <laughs> kind of like that. Kind of like that. Kind of like that. That Yeah, that's what I hear at the end of the day nowadays. Man, that sounds stressful. Well, you know, I, I, I tell people this a lot. I don't make any attempt to stop it or train her out of it because yeah. I like having a loud thing that alerts oh, me true. when other noises are made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Bennett, if, I, if somebody broke into my apartment or something, Bennett would not do anything. No. But Opal would flip out, yeah. and I appreciate that, and that's what I want out of she a She would wake you up for sure. Oh, 100%. And she would also, like, she's small. I mean, she's a three-pound chihuahua, but, yeah. like, when she bares her teeth and her, like, hackles are up and she's, like, coming at you super fast, barking really loud, like, she is an alarming animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That More would freak so, me out if I was trying to rob your apartment. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I love it. And, like, also, like... Nowadays, people don't get anywhere near me while I'm walking my dogs. She will not like. She doesn't oh. like. She doesn't like to meet people on walks. That's dope. Which I love because I don't want anybody to talk to me while yeah. I'm doing that. Understandably, especially yeah. in this this climate, yeah. you know. Stay away from me and my dogs. You don't want to do it. Make sure that happens. She's a little. What she's a good like. Pooch. She's like my little. You know how in fighting games, uh, uh-huh. there's name a fighting game. <laughs> well, you know, like. There's some of them that fight like close, and then there's other ones that you send them out. Yep. My, Opal's like my ranger. You got like range attacks. Yeah. He, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
So we're not thinking traditional like Street Fighter. Oh, Tekken. I don't know. I don't know. I don't we're, know. We're Soul Calibur. We're talking more like. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking more of like a like a RPG or something where sure. you pick a class. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to me. Cool. I think you could get down on a fighting game. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think that might be your introduction to video games. What? Uh, I'm going to hit, I'm going to say a street fighter maybe. Okay. You can be like Chun-Li or something. Okay. I know you like a, a powerful woman. Uh, always. She in, was, in she many contexts. with those thick thighs too. Ah. Yeah. I could see you getting down on that. All right. And my, I just don't want it to depend on my fighting prowess, like my ability to press buttons, like, because oh, it's not going to go well. Yeah. Cause I'm not good at it. I don't have the, I don't have the, a lot the of it's years of training. I don't have that. Yeah, you don't. Not at all. No. Not at all. There's, you, that is what people don't understand. They're like, no, it's easy. I don't know how to hold a controller. I like, remember, that feels foreign to me. I remember giving you an N64 controller one time, which admittedly is a weird design for anybody, even someone who p- grew up playing video games. And you, you were just like, I don't know what you want me to do with that. No. That's like, that's, it's the weirdest thing. And I've people ever will seen. be like, hit A. And I'm like, there's, they're not in alphabetical order. I they don't know not. what th- this is. That's true. And then, and then PlayStation has shapes instead of yeah. letters. So it just fucks you all up. I hate it. The, the worst part is that almost every system outside of PlayStation has A, B, Y, X. But they're all in different spots. So I I play all the games. And so when a, when a game tells me to press Y, I have to process which console I'm on to determine where that button is, you know? I feel like that's what these men don't understand. Hmm. They have you over and they're like, oh, you want to play Xbox together? And I'm yeah. like, first of all, absolutely not. <laughs> Second of all... Why sh- don't assume that everybody just has these skills? You don't see me co- like inviting you over to my house and being like, "Hey, want to use my fax machine?" Yeah, like yeah, yeah. that's not a skill that I picked up. Is that relatable? Do you have a fax machine? I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> but like <laughs> That was just an example, yeah. Michael. Yeah. I don't know, come over here and like do office work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you even know how to read Morse code? Come over here and learn how to use my cricket cutter. Like, fuck you. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. It's a... To play cricket? (laughs) No, it, like, cuts out, like, designs that then you can, like, put on stuff. Oh, yeah. See, that's that's an example. (laughs) (laughs) Fax machine was not an example. I'm sorry. But I appreciate it. No, no, no. It was good. It was good. thanks. I liked it. I liked it. (laughs) Well, man, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. What'd you do? I ate with my mother. Uh-huh. Uh, she had purchased a bunch of food in anticipation of eating with more people than mm-hmm. just the two of us. But then we canceled those plans because I said I was not going to go. And then we just had a fuck. We had like, you know, six people's worth of food for just the two of us. So it was wonderful. Right on. I liked it a lot. I did have a kidney bleed going on, but. That happens. You know, that happens every time. Something that I want the listeners to know about your mom mm-hmm. is that she has a name, a normal Christian name. Yeah. And instead of calling her mom, yep. you just call her another name that isn't her name that she was given at birth. Correct. Yeah. Her name is Karen. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I didn't I don't like that. No, no, no. So I gave her a new one. And this is before any shit was talked about Karen's. This This is... was twelve years ago. Yeah. Or thirteen years ago, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because I was calling her Karen. Yeah. And she was like, no, no, no. 
I don't like that. Yeah, you can't call me by my first name. And so, and she said, you can literally call me anything else. So I chose a different name, uh-huh. Connie. Uh huh. And that has been ev- the only thing I've called her in 13 years. Yep. I've, I made her regret that decision. <laughs> and now it's tattooed on my arm. And so she's, she has to stick with it. She has to fucking stick with it. I think she's embraced it though. I love it. Yeah. I, one of my ex girlfriends uh, went to high school with, her father went to high school with my father and she was telling him about me and my family. And she was like, I think, you know, his dad and his mom, Connie, because I never told her right. that her name is not in fact Connie. And right. he was like, Oh shit. He got a divorce. Cause I remember him being married to someone else. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't tell me that because she Obviously, assumed like- it was a sensitive subject. Right. And so I didn't know that guy thought that for like six months until it, it finally got brought up. I that's, dropped my phone. That's hilarious. Sorry, listener. You did not drop your phone. That was, that was me, but hopefully you won't hear it. Yeah. I always thought that was funny. Yeah. That's, I, I that's, love it. It's a I really it. good it's my joke. Fav- it's my favorite thing between my mother and I yeah. is that I call her and, the wrong And the name. fact that she like so gleefully goes along with it she, is yeah, like she very loves it. indicative of like the kind of very sweet lady she is. And now, yeah, she's a fucking sweetheart, man. She's the best. Yeah. And now it's like, it does kind of give um, my friends the ability to call her the same thing that I call her, right. which is kind of interesting. Yeah. And then it, it, it kind of reinforces the feeling that I think they all have, which is that that's her second mother and she feels like oh these are my these are my children because they call me the same thing my actual kid does that's so interesting because like growing up a lot of my friends called my mom mrs green mm. because she was a teacher in school and yeah. they like likely all had her yeah 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 so like i didn't i didn't obviously didn't have that but like that was just weird that like because then i would go over to their houses and be like uh Mrs. Whatever, like, yeah. I guess, is that what we do, or are you just doing this because I think you're supposed to do that? Well, I remember. I just didn't say anything. Yeah, fair enough. That's also that's also <laughs> yeah. a move. I like, remember the first time a friend of mine who I hadn't seen in a while came over to my house uh, after our freshman year of college or something during summer break and saw my father and called him George instead of Mr. Bishop, <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, we're adults now. That's a power move. We're adults yeah. now. We call we call parents by their first. Yeah, names. we call grownups by. <laughs> By their government, we're on the same names. level now. Yeah, yeah. You're not, you're not Mr. Bishop anymore. <laughs> not to my adult ass. The amount of people in my life who fucking refuse to call me Michael is pretty shocking. That's funny. Why? I, I hate it. Well, because there's a million Michaels, and so it's always Bishop. Ninety mm-hmm. percent of the time, it's Bishop. Mm-hmm. I, I was used as a guide for one of the educational materials at my job mm-hmm. and the uh the people who designed it for us labeled it bishop because that's all they've ever heard me referred to as and then my coworker was like yeah should we just leave it as bishop and i was like no dude my name is michael yeah my name is michael it's not Our, bishop as a first name is like a very like trendy is, millennial mom move yes and I hate it absolutely it. is yeah. yeah or like the old wise guy that mm-hmm. still worked washing dishes in the kitchen or something in that movie. Yeah. You know? Old Bishop. Yeah, old Bishop. Yeah. yeah that's it's exactly <laughs> that vibe. And I don't have that vibe. Or our our BG friends call me Door. Yeah, constantly. the door. It was because many, many years ago we guested on another podcast that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> um, but your your job Hilariously, your job was the least impactful, and now you are the one with a podcasting. Yeah, uh, that's true. Oeuvre. That's true. 
I hadn't uh, proven myself comedically, though. It was a comedy podcast, and they had no <laughs> idea who I was, so they weren't going to be like, you want to try to be funny? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, because you were just tagging along Yeah, with yeah, me. yeah, with you, who was invited. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I was that unbearable person that was like, I'm going to bring my boyfriend yes, to everything. That's true. That's but true. like, you were fun to have around. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. I still talk to all those people, so I assume so. Yeah, but like anyway, like your one job was opening and closing the door whenever For real, somebody... a real life sound effect. Yeah. And then everybody just called me door. That was the beginning of your Foley artist career. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And I still do it. <laughs> to this day. I still do it. I get yeah. paid to open doors across this country. <laughs> I do a lot of work with packing peanuts. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Yep. And uh, Jello. You know, I've heard that um, you can do a lot with, like, styrofoam mm-hmm. for, like, food sounds. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I do a lot of porn ADR. Oh, is that? What's uh, that? Uh, automated dialogue replacement. It's just, like, the sounds <laughs> that go in after after the thing's recorded, if they want extra squeakage in the bed or something. Oh, my God. In the bed, I said. <laughs> Is that a real thing? I assume someone does it. I, I, There's no way their microphones are picking up. I don't know. Are they even wearing microphones? There's a boom for oh, sure. Oh, I assumed they had like a lapel a little lob on somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so funny. I want to direct a porn just to do that. Like, all right, yeah, we're going to shoot you guys in a couple different positions on the bed. Then you're going to move to the kitchen. So... Uh, here's your lav. Yeah, mic up. And they're like, I'm naked. <laughs> yeah, just so tape, yeah, I'm gonna tape. I'm gonna tape. tape it on. It's yeah. flesh colored. No one's yeah, gonna see it. And on. there's a huge wire hanging down. We're <laughs> gonna edit that out in post. We'll, we'll get edit it out that out. It's gonna be totally fine. I just need to pick up your lines, otherwise we're gonna lose the plot. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're gonna lose the plot if they don't hear you talk about why she can't pay the rent. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dark. It's a dark kind of porn noir. Yeah, yeah, um, dude, that's the classic. That's a that's a very common. Is it? Absolutely. I, it's not like a sad commentary on income inequality. It absolutely is, but I think more of subconscious reflection on okay. economic yeah inequality rather than the the porn writer trying to make a point. The I think porn just, isn't really self aware. No, I don't think it's like a Marxist revisionist <laughs> you know kind of work. I think there's a market there. Five. Sure. I absolutely do as well. Yeah. I think we should be doing that. All right. Socialist porn. Let's go. Socialist porn. Get those proletariats. <laughs> nice and horny. Yeah. Get them nice and revved up. That's how we get the revolution going, baby. I agree. I like that a lot. But yeah, yeah. that's a very common plot line. Interesting. Do you not pay attention to the plots? You know, I don't even think I, I don't, I think I just skip, you skip to mm, like halfway through. Yeah. I don't need the, right. I don't need it. I need context. I mean, sure, that would be nice, <laughs> right? <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? But it's always terrible. So it's it like, is. let's just get to the And always recycle plot lines, you know? Yeah. There's a pizza delivery. Someone can't pay their rent. That's it. That's it? <laughs> what is the, is there ever, like, what about, like, orgies? Is there ever a plot line to orgies? Uh, that's a good question. My friend Karen is having a Tupperware party. A Tupperware party. Yeah. Okay, Karen's having a Tupperware party. Yeah. And then Oops. all the girls come over. Uh-huh. And then they all have an orgy. Yeah, and it's like, let's see how thick this Tupperware is. What? <laughs> <laughs> Walk me through that. <laughs> well, well, I realized how it sounded after the fact. What I was thinking was a 
more like how opaque is it? Let's put it over our naked bodies Got and it. see if it still can you see through it. Uh huh. But okay. I then realized afterwards it did sound like. And you could just use your hand. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Michael. I'm not a porn writer, and this is why. I no, it's, that's fine. Listen, we all have we all have our gaps, you know. Yeah, you know, uh, I can't do everything. I don't. I don't really watch orgy porn, so I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure there's plot lines. I just. I like feel like that. the more characters you have, the easier that is to get muddied. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to lose any <laughs> any character development. Yeah, when you think about writing short stories, is like you really want to keep the the character roster down to a minimum. So yes. I imagine when you're trying to fit a whole orgy into like a ten minute video, yeah. it's yeah. like you got to be careful. What are you sacrificing? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What are you sacrificing? <laughs> Porn directors, ask yourself ask before before this. you pen that script. Mm-hmm. Please think of the think, viewer. Think of the art. Think of the art. You know, <laughs> don't just be hawking shit. Yeah. Uh, so I was in a um, gas station on Thanksgiving. That's buying, a, buying I'm, cigarettes. I'm so excited for that Death Cab album. Buying. C- <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be so good. It's gonna be great. Oh, whatever happened to them, huh? <laughs> Um, I was buying cigarettes and the, the gas station attendant was a man from Africa. Okay. And for some reason in the middle of me buying, I was with a buddy and we were talking and he, whatever we were saying, I don't remember. He was just like, Hey man, did you go to college? I'm not going to do an African accent, obviously. I appreciate that. And I said, yeah, yeah. And, and he goes, did you, what did you study? And I said, writing and philosophy. And he goes, Oh, we're going to be friends. And I was like, oh, this is escalating very quickly and I don't know yeah. what's happening here. And he, he like, we started talking. So I just stepped aside while he was ringing other, other people, people up. up. Hell yeah. Had a great conversation. He like, we talked a lot about the, re- the white revisionist history that is prominent in, in our country, but also, you know, in Europe. And he had a very like Afrocentric view of, of history, which is fucking, I totally jive with. I love that. He was ta- we, it started because we were talking about Thanksgiving and, and oh, how right, right, right. weird it is. And it, it he is was weird. like, oh, you guys aren't celebrating as well because I was in a gas station at like six o'clock. Right. Uh, and, and so it was a beautiful conversation. His name was Nambi. Oh, uh, he, oh, was yeah. a, he was a great dude. Uh, and I wasn't expecting that. And it was just in my fucking like little hometown of uh, Finley, Ohio, which I also. I like bigger cities because I feel like I'm going to have interactions like that more in bigger cities. Right. And I wasn't expecting that because why would an immigrant go to Northwest Ohio? Yeah. <laughs> I always wonder that. Like, when I, where I was growing up, like, there was the occasional, like, Filipino person. And yeah. it's like, how'd you get here? Mm-hmm. Like, what tumbleweed blew you in? Yeah. Yeah. Why, what, why here? Yeah. How, what happened? What happened? Right. There's an oil company in my hometown. So they're that. I feel like contributes to some immigration, but like it, not enough. I'm I, I I would genuinely be curious about this because there is that one like joke that I think was in a season sorry joke, which is like, Ugh, but like mm. he was like talking about like, yeah, you can come be a doctor in America, but only if it's like Arkansas. You yeah. know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, so yeah. I bet there is some <laughs> kind of. I would love if anybody could let us know. I would love to know like how certain immigrants ended up in small towns yeah yeah like what's the pull like i, I wonder if it's like the university of finley it or could something. be that's a big horse thing so maybe that okay. that contributes people come to study horses <laughs> horses <laughs> or something horses i don't know what they're doing i hate horses i hate horses as well 
This is, I think, one of the things that I found most attractive about you. Was that I fucking hated is horses? Is that you equally hate horses as much as I do. Yeah. I don't understand it. They're stupid. Just big, dumb, fucking dangerous big, dogs. They're too big to be that dumb. Yes, I and agree. And too strong. I agree. We shouldn't have let this happen. And I don't understand. Listen. I don't want to judge anyone else's interests. I do. You do. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you're, if you, first of all. You're way too, you have way too much money. That's if true. You're, if, you're, if your interests revolve around horses. And I swear to God. It's like being into sailboats. It's the horse people in rural areas. Mm-hmm. Horses are expensive. Yeah. So like, don't come to me pretending that you're poor and, and lower class working blue collar, whatever. That's not the right word. Whatever. Yeah. Folks. Blue collar's fine. Oh, fine. Uh, <laughs> But don't come to me with all that, and then you've got, like, six horses. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mm-mm. It's a weird priority. Mm-mm. And I, I met a lot of horse girls in my college. I'm sorry. I Just one date with one, and that was it. They're too expensive. And, and, and I know that they used to have a purpose. They used to be, they were, like, cars yeah. before cars were a thing. We don't need them anymore. No. And you can take your spurs off before you go to English class. I know you don't have a lot of time coming from the ranch or whatever they call it, but you can pop on another pair of shoes before you go to English class because it's, it's loud. Spurs are loud, you know? And that's why I'm here today. <laughs> we got to get the spurs off the streets. Would you say that you were spurned by the spurs? What does that mean? Like burned? No, like spurned. Like it's just. Oh, is spurned a word? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yes, I would. <laughs> That was a better pun than I thought. I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> I was uh, perspurned. Pers- what? I was I was trying to do perturbed. Oh, no. Perturbed. But How? Pers- How'd you persper- get there? Pers- I don't know. <laughs> Spur. No. Pers- nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. In consulting my notes, I only have two things written down. What's up? I th- <laughs> <laughs> Give hit it me. You, hit me. What's going on? What's, it's on your mind, kid. Uh, you know, check again? No, no, no. I'm trying to figure out how to frame this, but I feel like we should talk about it. Last week after we, we recorded the episode, also in the middle of the episode, I had a panic attack. Yeah, A real did. bad one. You did, yeah. Which, listening back to the episode, I'm happy you can't hear it. No, but it you, was, you definitely can't. It was 100% going on. You told me that it started during the recording, and I had no idea. You know what it started? When? When I got up to get a drink. Okay. I like paused in the middle of the episode and said, I got to get up and get a soda, which yeah. isn't something I would ever do normally. I would just wait. Yeah. That's <laughs> but I was like, maybe if I drink something... I wasn't going to say help. anything, obviously, but that was a weird You were going to be like, that's unprofessional. Yeah. Um, Michael? Um... <laughs> If, listen, if we're going to collaborate, uh, I'm really going to need you to get your shit together. So, yeah, get the soda before mm-hmm. we start. It's what you did this time. It's what I did this time, it's yeah. It's what you did this time. We yeah. went to the McDonald's. Yep. And we got a big soda. We went through the drive-thru. We met an amazing drive-thru worker. Yes, he was very high. <laughs> so stoked. And I know he was high because he, he said, said that I'm he was. sorry, I'm really high right now. Which is an amazing move. You know how you're going through the drive-thru and then you pay at the first window and then you go up to the second window and the person hands you your food and then you leave? And that's the end? That's, and that's all the end that of the needs interaction. to happen? Yeah. He handed us our food <laughs> and the drink 
or he hadn't yet handed us the drink. Right. And he was holding on to the drink. He was holding on to the drink. And then he looked at us and he said, uh, oh, I wanted to say something else. Oh, I forget what I was going to say. And then he leaned over, like he leaned on his arm, like just exhausted. He was really trying to figure this out. And was like, out. fuck, I'm sorry. I'm really stoned right now. It was amazing. <laughs> we were like, dude, you're it good. It was truly amazing. Your job is almost done. Just yeah, hand me just the drink me and the then drink. you're good. That's all you need. I don't know what else you would need to say. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly think it might have been like, I'm supposed to say... Like, thank you. Or have yeah, a nice day. yeah, yeah, anything. He knew he had one more. One more line. Yeah, he's a Sims character, and there was one more right. square that needed to go through, and he didn't know what exactly <laughs> it was. And he was getting hung up on it. <laughs> and was just like, dude, I'm so sorry, but I'm very high. It turned what should have been a four second interaction into a 25 second interaction. It was a long time. Yeah. <laughs> because I also, there was a moment where I was like, I want to get him off the hook and just say, can I have my You don't drink? need to say anything else. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bud. You can be done. This is over. This is good. And I thought, yeah, because when we started, also, yeah, I was going to say that dude was super high because when we pulled up to the window. He was just like. He was like, you, I thought he was going to say, can you pull ahead? We're working on your fries. Yeah. Which is typically the only thing that you would ever say as an employee to someone who's at the drive through window. Right. If you're not ready, just don't open the window. Uh-huh. But this guy opened the window and just said. You had the the fries and the McChicken and the drink, and we were like, the only, yeah, we're the, the only, only ones in line. Yeah. There's only one lane in this McDonald's. I don't know yeah. why you need to You're clarifying. <laughs> why you need to confirm that. Yeah. He goes, yeah, okay. And then he got it, and then, yeah, it took, it took a long time, but God bless him. Yeah, you, yeah. I hope he's having I would a also, night. I'm sure, be stoned if I was working at McDonald's at 7 p.m. or whatever it was. 100%. Anyway, you had a panic attack. I did have a panic attack. Uh... Oh, this is why I wrote this down. Because it did make me think you were you stayed the night with me. Mm-hmm. You weren't planning on doing that, but I had a panic attack and we had to call an ambulance uh-huh. because I thought I was dying. Yeah. And then afterwards you were like, I'm not gonna leave you alone. No. I'm gonna stay here with you <laughs> and then leave tomorrow when I know you're good. Uh-huh. Because my panic attacks are death focused. Right. I also said something to the EMT. That I guess I've realized before, but I, it's not something I often think about when thinking about my panic attacks, but I, I was like, yeah, this started when my dad died. These started when my dad died. Yeah. I remember you saying that. And when you said that, that really struck me because I was like, this is the first time hearing of this. Like it makes sense chronologically Yeah. in Michael telling me about his panic attacks, but I didn't really realize that like he kind of used that as a marker for like the inception of these incidents. Yeah. And I, d- cause it's something I know, but I don't, I haven't, I guess I like hadn't really processed it. Yeah. And it was just a marker. It was just that. It was like, just to help me figure out the timeline of when these started. Yeah. Not necessarily because of my dad dying. But damn, that was that's a good move to say when you're trying to get these freaking EMTs to take your ass seriously. Yeah, dude. Because that they was, sucked. Hey, if someone's having a panic attack. Oh my God. Especially someone. So I, again, I think I'm dying when I'm having a panic attack. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I'm going to have a heart attack or my heart's going to stop or I'm not going to be able to breathe or whatever. And unfortunately, I've called an ambulance three times during a panic attack because since I think I'm dying, it's helpful to have a uh, an EMT or some someone come out and say, "Hey, we checked your vitals. You're not dying. We like checked your oxygen saturation, whatever." It also makes me feel 
more comfortable that if I were to pass out or something, there's already a squad. There. There's already a squad there, or yeah. someone that knows. Like I, I don't want to make any presumptions about your CPR technique. Wouldn't, yeah. Not. Yeah. <laughs> nope. I'm not who you want to have. I would love to, if you, Michael, if it would make you comfortable and you want me to take a class, buddy, I'm happy to. No, but that's all right. it's not. That's this, all right. It ain't me. But see, yeah, just having someone who I know could like resuscitate me or whatever yeah. or has oxygen. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I, that really helps me if I have a medical professional there to say, you're not dying. And so I, we, you called an ambulance for me. Mm-hmm. They came. And what helps me in particular is like someone throwing oxygen on me or. That's what I thought they would do. Picking. He had a good point because it's not that I wasn't getting enough oxygen, but literally you don't have to even turn it on. Just put it on my head and, yeah. then, and then it helps me. Also, I can't breathe out of my nose very well. And so that does help mm-hmm. me get like, because the, the advice is breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth, but I can't breathe in through my nose. Mm-hmm. And so that does actually help, but it's that's hard to express. Um, but the guy was not cool about it at all. No. And if someone's experiencing a panic attack, particularly like a death centric one, don't say you got yourself into this. You need to get yourself out of it. That's literally, he was like, it's all mental, buddy. You thought yourself into this and you got to think your way out. And I wanted to slap him. Yeah. And the only reason I didn't was because I suspected he would like it too much. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But but that is like the most insensitive thing to say. And like it was also I thought very insensitive to say to you the only thing that we can do for you is to take you to a hospital because a again not true. He very much could have given you oxygen. Fuck off. Yeah. But to then also say the only thing that we can do for you is take you to the hospital but like it's with covid we're really trying not to do that with people yeah. that don't need it so i'm going to need you to stop so i'm going to need you yeah <laughs> so i'm going to need you to dial this in because you're not worth our time and resources right now fuck you yeah god it was very much not helpful i was so angry and literally like like the, the other one came up and he started spouting off the same bullshit yeah and like I've been, you you remember when I was I had to go to the emergency room when mm-hmm. I had my initial um, bowel obstruction. Yeah. And I'm like freaking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they gave me something that made me not freak out as much. Yeah, Valium. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks for remembering. <laughs> um, and like. Oh, it's not for you. <laughs> <laughs> but he was. But but anyway, so I have at least that kind of context. Yeah. And this guy was talking to us and he were, he was like, yeah, buddy, it's all mental. Like, we really can't do anything for you. Like, there's nothing we can do except take you to the hospital. And I was, I looked him in the eye. I was like, you're telling me <laughs> that uh, when a person, like, because he didn't know I said you were having a panic attack, but why take my word yeah, for that? Yeah, that was my like, thing. The, the only reason, the only reason he was thinking that I was having a panic attack and that's why I couldn't breathe was that I said it. Yeah. Which like, is a weird thing to go off maybe check yeah like maybe look into that (laughs) i was like you're telling me that there's nothing that you can do for like an acute like situation like this there's you don't have anything in that big fucking fire truck that you felt compelled to bring he just told me to go to a doctor basically yeah which didn't help me on a and they kept fixating on on like they kept fixing they kept fixating on like are you taking any medication Mm -hmm. for it right now and it's like like you don't fucking know yeah like what other medications he's on that might interact with that shit like that's not your fucking job to suss out right now my guy (laughs) like he also 
one of them lifted up my shirt sleeve and was like, oh, your tattoos are really cool. Yeah. And I was like, not the time. Not the time. I'll give you the guy's name later, but it's, yeah. it's not, it's not He's the really time. great. Would love to send more business yeah, his way. He's, but he's, you he's know. up in Gehanna. Yeah. You can go to him. Uh, yeah. It was a very strange experience, especially because if if you're a listener and haven't experienced a panic attack like that, you, it, it's there's a lot of physical symptoms to it. Mm-hmm. it. It's it's like it's hard to get yourself to come down from that, especially because I think I'm dying, and then like my chest gets really tight and my hands go numb, and which, which makes a you human think you're dying. brain would yeah. think <laughs> yeah dying, and so it's very hard to come down from that energy. But the reason I wrote this down is because. It was wonderful having you there, and you very. We watched uh, Ralph breaks the internet afterwards, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite movies, and that was wonderful. And it it made me think like, oh man, maybe I should find a girlfriend because then she'd be <laughs> able to be here. But then I thought that's a bad, <laughs> that's a bad, a bad reason. reason. <laughs> it was. I need someone to take care of me. Is not the reason because generally speaking, I'm pretty content being alone, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't mind that shit at all. And can potentially see myself doing that forever. And so that's a bad reason. <laughs> that's a bad reason to. But it's like, at what, but at what point can you let, obviously it shouldn't be the, the reason you're doing it. Mm-hmm. But at what point can you let yourself accept that you have some, some issues while, and still look for love? Like you don't need to be completely fixed before you do that, certainly. But there, there probably is a line where it's like, I, don't, I, I struggle with the potential of burdening someone with shit that I haven't fixed yet I mean I think that I think obviously working on yourself is a very noble cause right but like people you're never going to be completely fixed you know what I mean like you're always it's an ongoing and like working on yourself oh god I hate this because it's like the same sentiment that like uh, you know, eating healthy is uh-huh. not, you can't just do it for <laughs> yeah. weight loss. Like yeah. it's a lifestyle, but like it really, like it really is. It's like, you just have to learn good mental health hygiene habits and yeah. carry those on. And I think making those a priority before getting a partner is, is a good idea, but mm-hmm. you're, you're never going to like be yeah, exactly. done. Yeah. Um, and I, like I, I experienced that kind of feeling. <laughs> like, I think that's a super valid incident to then have those feelings about afterwards. I experienced that when I'm just like, Oh man, I really want <laughs> like yeah. sour patch kids, but I don't want to get off the couch. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I wish I had a <laughs> boyfriend. Nice <laughs> <laughs> so like, I think you're good. Yeah, that's true. That's it, true. It was funny though, because the EMT did look at me and he was like, you the wife or the you, girlfriend? And yeah. I was like, sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, don't, why are we talking about this? <laughs> like <laughs> yeah which is weird i guess it's because if if you weren't just my friend then you could make me follow up on this and go to the doctor or something yeah but that was strange yeah just i don't know i'm here you should have said yeah it's complicated <laughs> we have a podcast we have together. a podcast my ex and ipod.com yeah check uh, it out sir. it's on spotify if it's you on- look like a spotify man <laughs> no he was like a fucking like google <laughs> podcast guy you know yeah fuck that guy he was not <laughs> and listen listen i get it Medical personnel are heroes, whatever. Uh Yeah. If you're going to be an EMT, we've had so many bad experiences with EMTs. Yeah. We had another experience with an EMT when I was getting transported. Oh, yeah. That fucking dude. This is why EMTs should be required to take sensitivity training or some shit, medical ethics class, anything. Yeah. I was, okay. So Also, BG, get a fucking GI. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's not hard. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, 
this, this, yeah. So we, when I had to, when I was about to get surgery, we went to the ER at Wood County and they were like, we got to take you up to Toledo. And so we don't have any gastroenterologists. Yeah. Cause we here. don't fix, we don't work on the, the lower half yeah, here. Yeah. We're all top half. <laughs> That's all we care about. Yeah. Um, so I've got a bowel obstruction, which let's acknowledge the semantics of that. That means that nothing is going in or out, Correct. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this like EMT, a garden hose. yeah, yeah, <laughs> grab it. Yeah, just a little kink in the hose. Yeah. This EMT decided to make a cute, funzy little joke, mm-hmm. a little ha ha funny time <laughs> while I'm like in a stretcher. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, uh oh. Looks like someone had too much Taco Bell. No, no, no. He suggested you stop at Taco Bell because oh. that would then solve your problem. Oh. Because it would give you diarrhea. I have the reverse memory. Mm, you were pretty drugged up. <laughs> <laughs> you were well, pretty st- drugged up. Still. Yeah, yeah. I didn't appreciate it. Inappropriate. Yeah. yeah. Not, not what you should be saying. <laughs> not great. Not what you should be saying. And again, very difficult job, but you got to read the room sometimes, yeah. you know? This isn't, this isn't, you know, the time to try out your type five. No, definitely not. Jesus. Definitely not. But yeah, no, I was so happy that I could, that I was there when that, when that happened. Um, it made me feel like I was paying it forward after all those years of you taking care of me during my medical. I appreciate that. Oopsie yeah. whoopsies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, another reason it made me think I should get a, a partner in my life rather than depending on my friends is because you went back to Cincinnati, which is, you know, two where hours from Columbus. Yeah. yeah, which is where you live. <laughs> uh, the address is no. Uh, and so the next day I was like, man, I should maybe go stay with my mother for a couple days mm-hmm. or maybe a week or something because she's a nurse. So I thought if I had a panic attack, she she yeah. knows CPR. She could like it would make me feel comfortable. Again, if she I will was take here. a class. Oh, it's all right. Don't worry about it. If you find one, you know, I if don't you're know. just perusing the menu at your local YMCA. Yeah, I was gonna say if you want to be a lifeguard, you're gonna need to take it. So mm, you maybe could I get, should just get that out of yeah, the way. Just yeah, in exactly. case. <laughs> you could get, kill two birds at once there. Yeah. One what yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> yeah and okay. so i texted with one stone uh, i guess <laughs> anyway i so i texted two of my friends that live in columbus and i was like hey guys i i'm i'm a fucking mess right now like i just had a panic attack i got a kidney bleed going on i kind of want to go stay with my mom for maybe a week uh but i have two cats that i want to take with me although i don't i just don't feel like i can like get them together by myself right now could you come over and help me tomorrow and one of them was like I got, I made plans to watch the football game. Oh. So I could maybe come over tomorrow night or the next day. I was like, no. <laughs> like, I, I, like, God damn it. <laughs> going to take 20 minutes. Oh. <laughs> Man. But I then the I other friend did come over. I wish I would have known. Uh, well, so, but then I ended up feeling pretty okay the next day. I okay. played Among Us with our friends online. I was like, I was like, definitely feeling better and so i decided not to go and the other friend i texted did come over and play video games with me and make sure that i was all good oh good so it was it was all right good 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 yeah i i need um i live here cincinnati i moved here almost two years ago and i only just i had made a couple friends but the the two really good friends that i made um when i first moved here i've both moved away and and now i really only have like they're a married couple, and I love them very much, and they, I think they will be long-lasting friends, but really, that's the only s- community that I have here, and yeah. I've really been thinking lately about, like, 
Oh man. I know, dude. Yeah. She needs to start. <laughs> she needs a she needs a network. Right. I mean, I moved to Columbus because I felt like all my friends were there, not considering that all my friends are engaged or married or living with their significant significant other and don't fucking have time to bullshit and hang out. Yeah. So I I literally I only see two people that live there. Yeah. And and so I don't I don't know why I'm fucking in that city. It's just like the the city I thought I was supposed to move to, you know. Do you think that it is perhaps debt to our detriment that because we and I don't know how many like friends you're supposed to see on a regular basis as an adult. I really yeah. don't. Uh, yeah, I don't either. But like do you think it's to our detriment that we live in cities where we don't have like a huge support system and family is at least an over an hour away and we are currently prioritizing like romantic relationships? Like should be should we be working on making more friends first? Yeah. Yeah, I I think so. I, yes, I I do I do think we probably should be making more friends in our in our cities. Oh, this is so such a sad hard. sad conversation. I know it is. Do we need more friends, Michael? But also, another aspect of my thinking about wanting a partner based because of my panic attack, I then struggled with a kidney bleed, which I'm still experiencing right now. But that reminded me, it is it is kind of difficult for me to be in a relationship when I have bleeds like that, that mm-hmm. make me super uncomfortable. And like, I don't like to be short or irritable with anybody. And mm-hmm. they it, they very much make me short and irritable with people. And I, I hate that. And so I do, I do like space when I have a bleed going on. Mm-hmm. And, and that makes it difficult to ma- maintain friendships as well. Because it's like, you know, like I'd stop playing... Uh, among us with our friends just because i don't even that interaction it's hard it's very difficult i mean and that's like a big part of being chronically ill like when i have flares i drop off the map and like i need friends that understand that sometimes i'll go weeks without texting them because like after after expending the energy of just like dealing with being in this body yeah i don't have a lot of energy to spend on social interaction which makes it it difficult for a nascent you know uh, romantic relationship or friendship it's it's hard to have that kind of uh an understanding when you're when you're just becoming friends or or dating or something for what it's worth i have zero memories of like you having a bleed and taking it out on me or like being short with me in me a way happy. that like what that makes me happy okay yeah. i thought you said that actually happened no no, I no. Was like what have i blocked <laughs> out no 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 i i've never and and if anything, I would say it was like probably the reverse. Like when I was sick, I just didn't know how to handle myself. But like, yeah, no, I would have never. I, you you are always very good at managing expectations. I think when you have a bleed, like good. setting people up to understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That that makes me happy. That I, I'm glad to hear that because yeah. it it's the the least understanding I ever feel is when I have a bleed or I, like I can't I can't help anybody with anything <laughs> yeah. you know and so it's yeah it's very it takes like all my generosity mm-hmm. is completely thrown away and like any of that shit like the extra sweetness or whatever that i like to try to provide people is just totally fucking gone well the good thing is that under under all of that you're still a really good person so well, thank you when that is gone there is still goodness that remains thank you yeah welcome this leads me to the other thing i wrote down oh i'm so sweet no you're so sweet i uh I'm the fucking, this is going to sound a little bit egotistical. That's okay. That's okay. But I'm, the, I'm the best wingman on the planet. Yeah? 100%. You want to pull that out for your girl? For sure. 
literally any time. Michael. It's, it is weird. Okay, so it's difficult with you, though, because you would have to get me in front of that person, and it's like, this, oh, this is my, this is my ex-boyfriend. Do you want to have dinner together? Yeah. That, you want that to just is, all hang out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a little weird. Yeah. But I fucking, I love, I love hyping up my friends. It's my fucking favorite thing to do, and I'm so good at it. If that was what dating was, I'd be fantastic. Um, and I think, I think it's because I like, it bothers me to just have a surface level understanding of, of anything, which is why I'm insufferable oftentimes. <laughs> you, you one time told me recently that when you ask me a question, my response is normal people give a response that is akin to like a ranch style home and I give apartment buildings. <laughs> oh, did I really? Yeah, which is just too much for one person. <laughs> you don't need all of that. <laughs> which is true because i always do like unnecessarily deep dives on mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. i'm interested in and so similarly with people i love i think i'm really good at articulating why i like that person and mm-hmm. so you put me in front of like a perspective romantic interest of theirs i'll kill it seal the deal i'll seal the deal for sure i almost wonder if like you are so good at it that Maybe it has the opposite effect that you want, and that person's like, oh, man, this person that I'm interested in, according to their friends, sounds so cool. Oh, no. I don't know if I can live up to that. Yeah. <laughs> you might, oh, no. You might not be as good as you think you oh, are, no, Mike. Oh, no, that's true. Oh, no. That's true. Uh, well, I've never seen any of my male friends date anyone in their league, so it, mm-hmm. it does help in that instance because yeah. it's like, okay, well. Yeah. Show, I, I don't know why I'm giving this person a chance. And then I come in and say, no, this, this is why. This is why. <laughs> Helpful, Michael. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> no, that's not true. What do you, okay. All right. Okay. So like, what do you tend to highlight? I guess I imagine in this scenario, you are kind of delivering an elevator pitch for why this person would be a good partner. So kind of what are yeah. some bullet points that you tend to hit on? Like, what do you think these women want? What are you telling them? That's a good question. Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't, uh, you know what? I don't even necessarily focus on the fact that they would be a good romantic partner. You just say just cool things about them? More why I love them. and okay. why I mean, I guess, I guess I am in a way saying this will translate into your relationship. But just like, rather than just saying that they're funny or whatever, finding the unique aspects of their humor that I, that I particularly enjoy. Or like this person isn't going to tell you this, but they're fucking phenomenally talented at whatever, whatever they're talented in. Like, I, I guess I just, I respect everybody in my life so much that I want to, I want to brag for them because they all do cool shit or just are cool people that make cool things or whatever it is. And so I, I, I try to focus on the things I respect about them. Well, you know what? I think if that is the case, I think that the universe kind of demands that, you know, you get what you give. So I am here right now to kind of act as your universal wing woman. Oh, no. Um, And I just want to give a ringing endorsement for this gentleman over here. No, no, no. Um, We we love him. (laughs) We love to love him. (laughs) He's the best. Listen, ladies. If you need someone to take care of you while you drink 24 ounces of liquid laxative <laughs> before a colonoscopy, oh, if, you, if you want somebody to play Sims with you on the floor while you're intermittently shitting all night, yeah. this guy right here, yep. <laughs> top tier. 
I will do that. You will. That's on my CV. <laughs> <laughs> it was The Sims 3, too, which is arguably the worst of the recent releases. Is it? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. So all the more credit to you. Yeah, yeah. You're the reason I had Origin on my computer because <laughs> you needed you needed that to download the fucking Sims 3. Wow. And that's the kind of that's really the kind of commitment you're getting, ladies. That's true. Um you can direct all applications to my ex and I pod at gmail.com. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> please make your cover letters out to me as I will be pre-screening. Oh good, and you can read them? Yeah, I'll read them. No one listening remember that we're doing this because we're not going to have any, and then it's going to be. I'm going to be like, okay, time to dust off the old inbox and see all the. <laughs> it actually would be hilarious if every week we had the segment announcement and then nothing. There was nothing. Everybody, welcome to Michael's matches. I just do a quick cut after that. <laughs> all right, it's time for us to read through all of the submissions that we got in our Gmail. <laughs> <laughs> Horny's a weird word. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah then we just cut, to we just cut to something else. Yeah. <laughs> or you do one of your your famous drops, your famous yes. gut busters yeah, yeah, of yeah. an audio gut drop. Busters. <laughs> did you notice in the last episode I put in the AIM sounds? Yeah, because you I, did. I knew people were gonna want to Google that yeah. afterwards because no one else was gonna fucking remember it. It made me wish that we would have just listened to it. In the moment. In the moment, yeah. because it took me until listening to that episode to remember what they sounded yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so good, though, right? So good. So it. nostalgic. Horny is a weird word. It is. Where did it come from? I don't know. It doesn't sound like what it is. I don't want to feel that way towards anything that has horns. Exactly. Or, yeah, or you're saying that you have horns. Uh, yeah. Which is not good. I don't want those. No. Where did they even go? Hmm? My forehead? Your forehead. Like a, like a triceratops. I could see that. That'd be cool. Is a triceratops's horn is coming from its forehead and its nose? What's the difference between a triceratops and a rhino in terms of looks? In terms, in terms of horn. Horn looks. In terms of the horniness of the, uh, of is, the animal. And that's how the word should <laughs> yeah. be used, everybody. <laughs> I don't know. So a rhino's got the nose. What's a better word for horny, though? Uh, Randy? Randy's good. You feeling Randy? I like Randy a lot. Uh-huh. Turned on fucks me up because old people still use it as like interested in. Oh yeah, like I really got turned on to spinning salads. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or dude, science really turns them on. And it's, it's like, so it's so strange. It's gross, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't like it at mm-hmm. all. There was a nun at my Catholic school that would say that about subjects or whatever. I Ma'am, mean, you're would, a would, nun. Yeah, you're a nun. You're not turned on. Okay. You don't know. No. <laughs> we repress those feelings. <laughs> You're in the Lord's house. Yeah. That's um, a weird thing they do. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know if there's any other words. I always, okay, all right, okay. I don't think I've ever said I'm horny. I don't think I've ever I said have, that. but only because it's like, what else do you say? That's what the, yeah, that's the standard. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like saying it. I don't enjoy it. <laughs> I would arguably say that saying that I'm horny makes me less horny. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And if you heard that someone else was horny, you'd be like, oh, that is a weird word. <sighs> yeah. It takes, it takes you out of it. It does. Yeah. It removes you from the, mo- the moment. You got to be careful, guys. Especially in, in the year of our Lord 2020 when, uh, have you ever done uh, sexting? You do that? <laughs> 
Your dog hated that. <laughs> Your dog hated that. Yeah, I think I, yeah, I've done that before. Yeah. It makes it's it's that's when it usually comes up. It's like, what else do You're I right. say? What can you say? It's hard. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like it comes up much less often in person, I guess. Yeah, like this is the word, but like I hate it. Hmm. We'll figure it out. I think the kids just use emojis now. Yeah, that might be the move. Yeah. We talked about sexting on our first episode, and I think Did we've we? included, like, the drool emoji or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was in response to nudes, but yeah, kind of yeah, same, yeah. same shit, I guess. Yeah. Little devil. Same shit, different medium. Little devil or something. I like the devil. The devil's <laughs> cute. Like, ooh, what's going on? That, that, that The devil has the horns. <laughs> I think we found it. Yeah, the devil's horny. Oh, uh, that's what you're saying. Yeah. Great. We got it. We did it. If you want to say you're horny, just use the devil because he has horns or she. And that is another rule that we are adding to our list of commandments. Yep. Go ahead, um, Sam. I think the first one is to not murder. Don't murder. Mm-hmm. Don't do drugs. Drugs. And if you are, be safe about it. Uh-huh. Understand what you're doing. Uh, don't fight. Fight. Nope. Yep. Nope. Don't, don't fight don't people. Fight. Uh, we added another one. Mm-hmm. But then also, don't say you're horny. Just use the devil emoji because yeah. horny is a weird word. Yes. And he has horns. Mm-hmm. Shit, we're, you know, we are forgetting one, but yeah, we'll we're going to let it go. We're going to let it go. You know? We're not going to let it fuck up the... The awesome comedy flow. The awesome comedy flow. That you having. and me have going on right now. <laughs> we are on a highway to haha. Did you have any notes for today? I, I sure didn't, you know? That's okay. I just... Um, well, there was something that I thought about. Where are we at? What are we doing? Uh, we're at an hour. Okay, so we got time. Yeah, that's pretty standard for, All right. for PCs. So here's what I've been... Podcast. Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's what here's what's been on my mind recently. So, as a man, yeah. If I'm a, I'm I'm, I'm going to describe to you a situation, and I want you to tell me how you would prefer to be rejected. Okay. In this situation, I'm an expert. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So say that you have met a guy. And you've gone on a couple of dates, and it's it's kind of the very classic it's not you, it's me situation, uh-huh. where it's like, it's not that he's not cool and good, it's just like, it's not a good fit. Like, it's just yes. not a, it's like when you're thrifting, and you find like a super cute shirt, yeah. right? And you're thrifting, so you can't just like get it in another size. It's right. the only one like it. Yeah. And it's like super cute. And it's like, just told you know, on the any other day, logo looks great. the Harley Davidson logo is great, yeah. real classic, yep. but you put it on and it's like the armholes are too small and it's like, you know that you hate that. Yes. And like, you could buy it and take it home, but you know, it would just sit in the closet and you'd never wear it because you hate the armholes. And it's like, then you think to yourself like, oh, I could cut the armholes off and change it. But it's like, yeah, that's but- a lot of work. And like, you just wanted a shirt. Exactly. And someone else could enjoy it. More. Yeah, yeah. Somebody else could, their arms might fit right in the holes. Yeah, And yeah. it's like, that. you know, why why take that away from the shirt? And mm-hmm. it's like, what do you do in that situation where it's like, you're great. It's just not a good fit. Yeah, yeah. Would you, How would I prefer to be rejected in yeah. that instance? Would you want to hear my shirt metaphor? <laughs> yes, I think the shirt metaphor would be very helpful. Okay. <laughs> I think just start that story. Okay. Have you ever been thrifting? <laughs> 
You're a Harley Davidson shirt with small armholes. <laughs> you find this sick Harley Davidson yeah, shirt, yeah, right? Yeah. That's you in this metaphor. You are this priceless, amazing vintage Harley T. And you're great. And you're great. It says Tampa, Florida on it, <laughs> and it's great. It's from the 2013 Bikeathon. Yes. And somehow it ended up in Ohio. Yeah. And it's like, that's a beautiful story. Anyone would love to hear that story. It's great. But it's like, I know that I've got these big flappy meaty bird wings uh-huh. on my arms and I can't fit into your holes. And that's not, that, that doesn't. At this point, I would think you were talking about sex or something. <laughs> I'd be like, what? What does that mean? Well, th- that's good though, because I'm kind of playing with your expectations in a way that oh, maybe right, cushions right, the blow. Right. And I'm like, you know, but Is like. Is she going to peg me? I was I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can get to that. Yeah. But. But we won't. <laughs> but we won't. Not you. I won't peg you. But somebody will peg you. Somebody out there, they're going to fit their arms in your shirts and they are going to fit something else into your asshole. Yes. Yep. And it's, but it won't be me. <laughs> I don't think I'd frame it this way necessarily. That's not good? I, it's great. Okay. But not to the person. <laughs> If you took a screenshot of that tw- uh, that text and mm-hmm. sent it to me, yeah, I would love it. Okay, but I don't think this person would necessarily appreciate that. Okay, okay. Uh, that's a good question. I would I would honestly just say that the brutal the brutal honesty is is the way to go, and just say like, hey, dude, you're really fucking cool, and this has been great, but I don't want to lead you on. I don't think this is gonna go. This is gonna you know, be a long-term thing. So I think it'd be better if you looked for someone else to date. <laughs> oh, that's so mature. And it's so hard. It's very difficult. <sighs> it yeah. is very difficult, but I think I, that that's gotta be the way to go. Yeah. I've encountered that many times. Yeah. And I have too. And it's, it, it never feels good. But, no, no. But I guess it would feel worse if you were just like with somebody that like, you know, didn't wear you because exactly. they couldn't fit their arms Because you weren't you. fitting right, you know? Yep. I think, yeah, I think that's an important... Cause, and then the longer you wait, the worse the worse it gets. Yeah, sure. yeah, that's true, too. Because then you're going to be like, you tried me on in the store. Yeah, and the vintage shirt kind of, like, loses its retail value Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a terrible thing to say about a person. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. <laughs> oh, no. No, but that that's a that's a fucking rough one, man. Yeah. That's a rough one. And yeah, I, you encounter that. I, I was actually like kind of having a a moment yesterday with my friends Carol and Logan. Um and I was talking about like kind of my dating record and I was like it keeps feeling like there's just all these failures, you know, like sometimes things fail because the person is really into me and I'm not as into them and then I have to end it and then other times it fails because like I'm really into this person, but they're not as into me. And like, I feel like it just like, I just keep trying these situations and it's not working out. And they were like, yeah, I mean, that sucks, but that's like also it. Like that's also just what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That is just how it works. Yeah. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's very good advice Yeah, because that's absolutely true. Yeah. It's weird, dude. I've never, I don't have a lot of that experience because I'm very, I'm very hard to get out of my apartment, you know? And so it's by the time I go on a date with somebody, even like the first one, I'm pretty sure I want to be in a relationship with this person. Mm -hmm. I I just mean, I don't have a lot of experience saying that to other people. What is your, okay. So with that in mind, what is your typical lead time between first encounter 
and setting up a date. Because, I mean, COVID obviously makes things a little different. Yeah. But, like, I'm telling you, if we're texting mm-hmm. for, like, a week and we don't have something on the books, like, I'm out. Yeah, that's interesting. It's different now. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, and I just mean at my age than it was when I was younger. Yeah. When I was younger, I, I, I liked a longer runway. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't necessarily need that. I would probably try to plan something quicker. Yeah. You know? Uh, but back in the day, man, it, it took me for fucking ever. Or I was like pretty, my last two relationships were you and someone else mm-hmm. and or long, long-term relationships at least. And with us, we talked for a summer before we met just because we weren't close to one another. Oh yeah. Yeah. I kind of forgot about that. Honestly. Yeah. I think because our, our relationship kind of just like became something bigger in memory but yeah we did we did do that yeah we we talked for a summer before we met and then uh my last relationship i went out on a first date pretty quickly but it's because i didn't know it was a date yeah and then i was just i (laughs) I was just there classic mike (laughs) yeah so that (laughs) so that's how that one worked but i i think generally speaking i would say like a week Right on. I like a week of, of talking and kind of getting to know each other. But most of the girls I interact with, women, I interact with on Tinder, want to date like immediately. They, they're they not super into uh, getting to know each other that way. Yeah, I, 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 I hold that same opinion. And, and I think, obviously, I did it with you. And I used to take a longer time to like text back and forth with somebody before meeting up just because I also wanted to be sure. Yeah. But I think I got burned too many times with I like completely understand doing like texting for so long and kind of building up this image of a person and, and creating this like intimacy with yes. them over text message and then getting together in person and like everything just crashing down. I remember I did that with a guy who lived in my hometown and then like um, like I was living in Toledo, but I was about to move to Cincinnati. And so I was texting with this guy who lived in Dayton and while I was moving and everything, we were like texting and, and whatever. And then the first time we met it, it I'd sunk like three months into this person Jesus. just because like we finally got around to meeting and it was like a really big disappointment, but yeah. like it had been so much time that I wanted to give it like as much I wanted to give it a shot. And so I went to his apartment, like after we met at a bar or something, we were hanging out and he was just like, I really feel good about this. Like, oh, shit. I love the way that you just like accept me and like, oh, shit. you think that I'm funny and like, you don't care that I do coke sometimes. Fuck me. And I was like, wait a minute. You never, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> That's fucking I was phenomenal. Like, you kind of slid that one in. I didn't know about that, that one. That is so funny. <laughs> that is so fucking funny. <laughs> Holy shit. And then you after that, I. Then I do coke sometimes. After that, I never talked to him again. Because of the coke or just because. Probably. The whole thing. Probably a combination. Yeah, yeah. That is yeah. so fucking. He definitely knew he didn't bring that up. No. And, and that's what he was <laughs> doing. Just sprinkling that in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's sprinkling. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but <laughs> I, yeah, one time, uh, my first girlfriend of high school, I met the summer going into my freshman year and we were like MySpace kids mm-hmm. and lived an hour away from each other and neither of us could drive. And so we talked for a really long time and like started dating, I guess, 
over AIM. And then Classic. The, the first thing we did when we actually saw each other was kiss, which is an awkward thing to that do. That was what happened with that guy. That's it's like incredibly I got, strange. I got out of my car and he like met me on the sidewalk and like grabbed me and kissed me. And I was like, ooh. Uh, yeah, that's a fucking, it's a weird thing to have that much, to feel like you have that much int- intimacy with somebody that you haven't met yet. Not to be like old man, you can't develop relationships online, but that's strange. I will also say, I, I, I really appreciate people who want to get the date before you know too much about each other because there is just an awkwardness with meeting someone for the first time that you can kind of break through with small talk or right. like the general, the basics. And if you've already taken care of that, then it's like you don't you don't know where you are right. in the conversation and that's the thing, like, pe- people are always like, I hate small talk. I uh-huh. wish we could just have meaningful conversations. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't wish that. You don't want to be having these deep-ass conversations with every goddamn stranger in your life. Small talk serves a purpose. Preach, dude. Oh, I'll preach. Like, uh, I... Uh, Please be capable of meaningful conversations in your dating app bio. Fuck off. Like... I... Okay. Yes. I love, I'm picking up what you're putting down, and I love it. Okay. Those people, I don't know what the fuck they even mean by (laughs) meaningful conversations, and I don't think they know what they mean. (laughs) What are you talking about? Yeah. Don't stars make you feel small? It's that kind of (laughs) shit. And it's just like, Like, yeah, dude, sure. Yeah, yeah. This is so deep right now. I can't believe we're talking (laughs) about this together. It honestly, I fucking hate when someone's like, "We should have a deep conversation," because they don't know what they mean. They don't know what they mean, or they don't understand what deep conversation means. Saying the word "deep conversation" feels gross to me. Yeah, right now. no, I don't like it. It's not. It, that's not a kind of conversation that you can just like have on demand, and no. and and that is not a skill that exists. No. So you can't put in your bio like "must be capable of deep conversations" because if you are capable of striking up deep conversations with just anybody, you're a psychopath. Yeah. And what do you mean? Do you want to, are we talking about death? Yeah, sure. Or religion? Or like, what, what does that even fucking mean? Yeah. What it means to be human? Is that what you want to talk about on Tinder? Sure. No, you don't. Sure, bud. (laughs) So many men in their dating app bios, they have so many rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet. (laughs) Don't be boring. Yes. Must let me watch sports. Like, fuck you. Like, I don't know. Sure, dude. A lot of women hit you with, yeah, don't be boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't get on this app a lot, so get get my attention early. And it's like, what the fuck do you want me to do? I have noticed that when, like, looking on your Tinder. There are a lot of women that are like, I don't respond to hey. Yeah. Which, like, hey does suck, but, like, I would never say that. Yeah. I mean, what do you want? Yeah. I, I don't I don't know what that means. Yeah. And you don't know what deep conversation means. I feel like every lady. person on dating apps is playing by a different set of rules. It's true. And a different set of etiquette. Like it's everybody true. has different expectations. Yeah, that's very true. It's very wild. We should write a book about here's the here's the players. Here's the guide. etiquette. Yeah. 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 I'd be down with that. We should. Coming right. November twenty twenty one. Okay, sure. Give us a year. <laughs> that's generous. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> I think we need more time. So to all the all the publishers and literary agents listening that are surely this. listening, please hire us. Hit us up. Hire us. Hire Contract us. us to write this book. Yeah. 
give us an advance of. Yeah, I don't want the advance to be on it. I just feel like, what if we have to pay it back because we don't sell? Oh, that would be disappointing. Yeah. And I'm not going to have it. I'm going to have a yacht by then. It makes me nervous. Yeah. You're going to have a yacht by then. <laughs> yeah, that's the first order of business. I'm going to be sailing on my yacht thinking about my student loans. Yeah. You, you got like three grand. <laughs> <laughs> the whole not The whole deep conversation thing makes me feel like, I don't know why this made me think of this, but when people say, when people are talking about uh uh this was particularly like high school or college they would talk about how a, a she'll do anything in bed oh have you ever heard that i mean yeah but i guess i've never really dwelled on it too much but it's like anything what do you mean yeah. do you, like they're just talking about anal i guess <laughs> i don't know what the fuck you're talking about she'll do anything what do you mean <laughs> yeah I, I also think that men have, like, everybody has a different bar for what it, like, means to be a freak. Uh, well, yeah. Because yeah. some people yeah. will talk about women and be like, oh, she's a freak. And it's like, did you give him a hand job in a public place? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's... And she's... <laughs> yeah. I did. I did. <laughs> oh, you know? Yeah. What's going on with the world? These kids. Um, I wanted to. These I wanted kids. to. <laughs> well, you know these. I just worry about the children. I worry. Then, you know. Yeah, I mean our culture is going in the toilet. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. I wanted to make a joke about Abby Shapiro, but I don't have enough. Oh, I don't have yeah, enough context. Yeah. I just recently learned that Abby Shapiro has a YouTube channel, and I don't want you to go to it person listening to this because I don't want to give her any viewership. No. But it's very funny. Um, she made a, a video apparently about how when you're talking to a man, you this should... This is Ben Shapiro's daughter? I think so. Okay. She made a video about how when you're talking to a man, you should not dress revealing because if you, if you display your body too much, uh-huh. that will be this man's impression of you. He will have too much of a hard time and he won't focus on your personality. Got it. Which is... So not generous to men. Like, I would be so insulted mm-hmm. if I was a man. Like, yeah. ma'am, your titties are not that magic, Abby. Right. Like, yeah, it's not going to fuck my whole world up. Yeah. I've seen titties. Yeah, come on. Yeah. We've got dialogue. We've up. all had sex before. <laughs> We're not, I'm not a child. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, yeah sounds, I, that sounds about right. I'll focus on your personality and how much your opinion sucks. I wish she was like super fucking cool. Like to- oh, the total opposite great? of her father. Oh, wouldn't that be great? That little That's how um, Kellyanne Conway's daughter is. Did you ever hear about that? No. She's on, a, well, I think it was like pre-election stuff, but she was like on TikTok being like fuck Trump and all this shit. Yeah, and it yeah. was like really funny and cool. But then there was like this whole online discussion about like should we really be looking to this minor for the true political descent that we need very true yeah yeah, yeah. i just want to give ben shapiro a fucking swirly you know oh i would love to i just want to like old school bully that dude yeah yeah he recently was talking about harry styles wearing a dress and which how, is so attractive and good and like how he wasn't into it because we need to preserve masculinity we need to preserve the concept of masculinity because men and women serve different roles so of course we need to display outward he's we need to preserve our display of outwardly masculine characteristics which is funny coming from you (laughs) 
I'm twice your size. I can grow a beard. I will lay you out. I will lay you out. Like, (laughs) it's so weird to perpetuate an archetype that you don't benefit from. Yeah. Like, you would call me like a uh, a very feminine soy boy, Ben, but outwardly much more masculine than you. Yeah. You are like a hundred pounds. I mean, by every measurement, I'm more masculine than Ben. And like five four. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So get out of here. Get out of here. Harry Styles can wear a dress if he wants to. Yeah. And it's also really cool and awesome and attractive when he does. Yeah. Yeah. I like it a lot. Do you? I've got a really big thing for, I love how some guys are getting more experimental with the way that they're dressing and stuff. Like I love the trend of like guys wearing nail polish. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's just, just aces. Okay. Yeah. I fuck with that too. I fuck with that too. Yeah. Would you ever do it? Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't, but the thing is, I only wear black clothes, and so I feel like I would have to go with black. I feel like that's a, what a lot of guys do, and like, I'm it's cool. That's if that's where you're yeah, safe, that's, true. that's where you feel good. It just makes me think of goth kids like I'm trying to pretend, like I'm trying to be a, a high school goth kid, which isn't necessarily what I'm going for, but I don't know what other color I would do. Fair enough, you know, I could see you with like a periwinkle. Oh, blue, mm-hmm. I knew that was blue. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell Take yeah. that, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Hey, just because someone talks fast doesn't mean they're smart, you know? It's true. I have a conspiracy theory. All right. That he speeds up his, his videos wow. by like a, a pretty minuscule amount, mm-hmm. but. Just enough, though? Yes. It's, obviously, he's been interviewed in places where they didn't do that. But I think, generally speaking, on his like, whatever the fuck, his channel, Daily Wire, or whatever it's called. That they he speeds him up and he just talks normally there and then for that since it's just him because it's the arm movements mm-hmm. he's moving his arms very quickly mm-hmm. and it makes me it it's just it's just a little unnatural yeah and so I think it's it's not like 025 percent or whatever it's probably just like point point you know oh five percent or whatever but it's just enough to make it seem like he's he's talking way faster than he is or maybe his little baby limbs can just move faster than you're used to seeing it could be yeah that could be too that could be too it could be his natural ability as a predator mm-hmm. moving so quick a wet or a little punk that needs to run away <laughs> i hate that dude <laughs> Jesus. oh i hate him so much oh anyway <laughs> After the Ben Shapiro hate. Which I fully endorse. What's left, yeah. Yeah, we've dunked on Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro now. <laughs> and uh, almost Howard Stern. Almost Howard Stern. Yeah, I d- yeah, we did. Yeah. I got not, a, not Michael Caine, though. We're compiling a list of people we have beef of enemies. with. Yeah. Enemies of the podcast. En- enemies of the podcast, yeah. <laughs> definitely Jordan Peterson, definitely Ben Shapiro. <laughs> Just people more famous than one yeah. of <laughs> Yeah. Well, hey, maybe he'll invite us on. Oh, that'd be wonderful. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I would do that. What's up, Ben? I would absolutely, absolutely do that. <laughs> I'd want it to be in person, though. Yeah, absolutely. I'd want it to be in person, and I'd want to make sure our make sure our chairs are the same height. I want to do 
um, 0% more research than I've done Mm -hmm. at this very moment in time, which is close to none also, just because I don't care and I want him to get to the studio and want me to talk about him and me just not know because I don't care. (laughs) Did you prepare for this at all? (laughs) Absolutely not. I did not. This is the problem with the left. (laughs) (laughs) They talk as if they know something, but they don't know anything. (laughs) I'd be like, yeah, man. Cool, Ben. Cool, Cool. Ben. (laughs) Nice. Good point. Oh, you got me, huh? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Whatever. I'll forget about him now that the, the... presidential election is over yeah for so real. we don't have to think about any we won't of that have to worry about any any of those annoying political <laughs> pundits anymore <laughs> fuck off and only hope fuck off I well think, shit man i think at one point i wanted to i want i i think at one point i might have brought up i want to i want to start a segment oh yes 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 yeah. yes um so this has been you know this is episode four we have had such a good time doing this uh and we've received some really, really nice feedback from our friends. Y'all have been so kind. So for kind. Real. Yeah. Um, and I would just like to read some selections. Um, but I will be, don't worry, friends. Everything that you say to me is always in confidence. So I'm going to protect your identity. Yeah. So I have a friend here that I'm going to call Pam. Pam? Pam. And Pam said. Can I suggest another one? Well, I'm going to say more <laughs> so you can just d- wait for the next one. Okay. You don't have to. That's not how improv works, Michael. <laughs> it's yes and not. I don't no, like that one. Another one. Let me, let me. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So Pam said um, that she um, sh- sh- she was on a road trip and, and turned on the pod and, and loved to listen to it and said that I had a great podcast voice. You do. Thank you. You really do. Thank you so much. Mm, it's yeah. nice and just like very resonant. I remember the first time huh? I was editing the first episode, the one of the Zoom calls or something, and just hearing it back, I, I, I've heard you talk, I don't know, hundreds of hours at this point. <laughs> but yeah, having it in like my headphones or something, I was just like, oh man, yeah, she's fucking, she's killing it. It's rich. It's rich. Mm-hmm. That's true. Then I got another friend here. Uh, who, this was a public tweet that he made, but I'm still going to protect his identity. Okay. Um, and so I'm going to call him, you had a suggestion? Doorhinge Clementine. Doorhinge Clementine. Yeah. Doorhinge. Doorhinge. Clementine. Clementine. Yep. That, is that a pun on like nothing rhymes with orange? Doorhinge Clementine? That's probably what my brain did, but I didn't consent to okay. it. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> Doorhinge said... Huge shout out to Natalie and Michael, parentheses the door, for their excellent podcast, My Ex and I. You two are so easy to listen to talk, and I was thoroughly interested the entire time. Please check out this podcast from a couple of friends that I love. Uh, thank you, Mr. Clementine. Yeah, I really appreciate those things. Yeah, it was so, Everyone's so nice. Everyone's been so sweet. So nice. Um, I also love when my friends that don't know you message me and they say, I love Natalie. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, hell yeah, you do. I've gotten, like, my friends that are that are maybe going to come over after we stop recording, they're so excited to meet you just because of the personality that you, that shines through on the pod. Oh. Uh, they are very excited. I'm excited to, to meet them. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. But yes, please, I love, 
if you give us a comment on anything and you want us to read it, we certainly will. Yeah. And like, you know, if you, you can keep saying nice things. I like nice things, but like. We want to do some like listener appreciation, I think, at the end yeah, of, so of if, these episodes. If you've got anything to say uh, and if it would tickle your fancy and mm. your. And and make it a, make it a good time for you f- to hear my rich podcasting voice read out your your carefully crafted words, then Hit send them our way. Yeah. Yeah. Boner this is jam. again going to be a situation where it's just like, all right, let's <laughs> messages from the fans, and then yeah, it's like a dude, quick yep. cut. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that though. Yeah. I do like gonna keep, it's gonna having st- segments that have no content. It's going to stay <laughs> in the fiction of this. Yeah, it for sure is. <laughs> This is from listener, nope. Nope. <laughs> this is from listener, whoopsie. Born in 1990, get out Never. <laughs> but seriously, thank you all for listening. Yeah. Again. Everyone's been so sweet, and I, I very much appreciate it. It's so nice. I think there was there was one person that you sent me their comments. They said that, like, having a, our podcast on made them feel like they were like having company and yes. like, because of COVID, like obviously people are a lot less social these days. So, yeah. oh, you I know, listener, wherever you are, thank you for inviting us into your ears. This is Miami. Oh, well, I was just kind of <laughs> talking in general speaking, but I guess put oh, her on blast like that. Sure. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's identity protection, Michael. Yes. Yes. Her name's Dage. No. <laughs> Well, thank you, everybody. Yeah, I think we're wrapping up. This is we've we've done our time. Yeah, thank you, everybody, and uh, as always, uh, thank you, New York. Good night, New York. Good night, New York. Good night, New York. New York. <laughs> <laughs>